<sighs> you ever had a moment where you just got completely sidetracked from what you were supposed to be doing? <clears throat> That's exactly what just happened. I'm supposed to be posting that last recording, and then I started playing music on this keyboard. I hadn't played on it in a while. I was like, you know what? Let's play on the keyboard. Hold on a second. Oh man, I have sneezed more in the last few days I've than I've ever done in my entire life. I don't know what it is in this apartment. I don't know if it's this new dog that lives above me, but I've been sneezing like crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. I've never sneezed as much in my life. All right, we are in Job chapter. Nine, yeah, because Bill Dad was talking the last one. Come on, there we go. Job's third speech, a response to Bill Dad. Then Job spoke again. Yes, I know all this is true in principle, but how can a person be declared innocent in God's sight? Exactly, all of us sin and falling short in the glory of God. Nobody's perfect. I highlight that. Verse three, if someone wanted to take God to court, would it be possible to answer him even once in a thousand times? For God is so wise and so mighty who has ever challenged him successfully. Without warning, he moves the mountains, overturning them in his anger. He shakes the earth, earth, <laughs> shakes the earth from its place and its foundations tremble. If he commands it, the sun won't rise and the stars won't shine. Could you imagine that? A day where the sun didn't rise and the stars didn't shine. Well, there are some nights where... There are some nights where uh, it's so cloudy you can't see the stars at night. And then yeah, during the day, it's so cloudy you can't see the sun. But the sun, sun still rises. Verse 8. He alone has spread out the heavens and marches on the waves of the sea. He made all the stars, the bear and Orion, the Pleiades, how do you say that, and the constellations of the southern sky. The Pleiades. I'm sure somebody that's in all that stuff knows what that is. is, I'm curious now, what is the Pleiades? I'm going to Google that. Please gonna learn something new today. The Pleiades, also known as the Seven Sisters, the Messier Forty Five, and other names by different cultures, is an asterism in an open star cluster containing middle-aged, hot B-type stars in the northwest of the constellation Taurus at a distance of about 444 light years. It is among the nearest star clusters on Earth. Oh, okay. So like Orion's belt is in there somewhere. Yep. I've seen Orion's belt before. I didn't know it was referred to as the Pleiades. Interesting. What is special about the Pleiades? The Pleiades are an example of an open star cluster, a group of stars that were all born around the same time from a gigantic cloud of gas and dust. The brightest stars in the formation glow a hot blue and formed within the and formed within the last one hundred million years.
The Pleiades are called the Star of Fire, and their ruling deity is the fire god Agni. It is one of the most prominent of the Nakshatra, Nakshatra and is associated with anger and stubbornness. Ah, the little dippers in there too. Interesting. There's a lot about this. Anyway, my bad. I was geeking out for a second. I'll do some more research on that later. All right, uh, I'm playing this old story with it too. Some Greek mythology story. All right, the plea. All right, he made all the stars, the bear and Orion, the Pleiades, and the constellations of the southern sky. He does great things too marvelous to understand. He performs countless miracles. Yet when he comes near, I cannot see him. When he moves by, I do not see him go. If he snatches someone in death, who can stop him? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, God do be snatching people in death. I don't know. He'd be like, bam. All these stories about people dying in their sleep. The dude from Full House did a comedy show and then came back to his hotel and then never woke up the next day. And they still trying to figure out what happened is like God just took him. When it's show time, it's show time. Who dares to ask, "What are you doing?" And God does not restrain His anger. Even the monsters of the sea are crushed beneath His feet. So who am I that I should try to answer God or even reason with Him? Even if I were right, I would have no defense. I could only plead for mercy. And even if I summoned Him and He responded, I'm not sure He will listen to me. For he attacks with a storm and repeatedly wounds me without cause. He will not let me catch my breath, but fills me instead with bitter sorrows. If it's a question of strength, he's the strong one. If it's a matter of justice, who dares to summon him to court? Though I am innocent, my own mouth would pronounce me guilty. Though I am blameless, it would prove me wicked. I am innocent, but it makes no difference to me. I despise my life. Innocent or wicked, it is all the same to God. That's why I say he destroys both the blameless and the wicked. When a plague sweeps through, he laughs at the death of the innocent. The whole earth is in the hands of the wicked, and God blinds the eyes of the judges. If he's not the one who does it, who is? My life passes more swiftly than a runner. It flees away without a glimpse of happiness. It disappears like a swift papper's boat, like an eagle swooping down on its prey. If I decided to forget, forget my complaints, to put away my sad face and be cheerful, I would still dread all the pain, for I know you will not find me innocent, O oh God. Whatever happens, I will be found guilty. Exactly. I don't put any trust when I stand before God. And he's like, why should I let you in these pearly, through these pearly gates? I'm like, nothing I did, only what your son Jesus did on the cross, because yeah, I'm a hot mess. Without you, Lord, I don't belong here. I think I've already told this story before, but that's how I snuck into this club in California in Chinatown. This cat named Dino showed up, and I, everybody was like, hey, Dino. Like, he seemed popular, and I didn't know Dino, because I had no business being in that club. And yeah, there was a whole guest list. And right when I got up to the list and asked for my name, and I said, oh, I'm with Dino. (laughs) 
That's how I want to be with, with God. I'd be like, he'd be like, what you doing coming up here? He'd be like, I'm with Jesus. <laughs> That's why I belong here. That's how I get into his his everlasting eternal club. Anyway, whatever happens, I will be found guilty. So what's the use of trying? Even if I were to wash myself with soap and clean my hands with lye, you would plunge me into a muddy ditch and my own filthy clothing would hate me. What's this dude? He got some words. He got away with words. Verse 32. God is not mortal like me, so I cannot argue with him or take him to trial. Yep, can't take God to judge Judy. If only there were a mediator between us. Hmm... If only there were a mediator between us, someone who could bring us together, the mediator could make God stop beating me, and I would no longer live in terror of his punishment, and I could speak to him without fear, but I cannot do that in my own strength. My friends, so you know, that mediator is Jesus Christ. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages or the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will, not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody or everybody who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart or you've walked away from him and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty, precious name I pray. Amen.